Welcome to Find Motoring with me, David Dondi. For interesting questions or to find out more about something, drop me a line at david at fmr.co.za or on social media on at David Dondi. And, of course, the podcast, fmr.co.za. So, Great Wall Motors beget GWM, which beget Havel. So begins the foundation story. My first foray into this bastion of things Chinese and automotive a long time ago left me seriously underwhelmed. But for those of us old enough to remember how jack crap became the world's most reliable cars and how the Korean El Cheapo is now up there with the world's top five automakers. So is the journey to Chinese motoring doing the same thing? A decade or so ago, the Chinese welcomed Western automakers in to build plants in China in return for a tech and skills exchange. The latest of ours are the product of that. So the question isn't will Chinese cars get there, but how far along have they come? This is the first of four reviews of their products I have teed up. Next week we'll do the bigger and vaunted H6. Today, Jolion, or the carriage previously known as H2. Besides the vaguely comical name, you get a mid-size SUV slash crossover. Easily aesthetically confused with the better looking of the Volvo SUVs, there's a big tick in the looks department right there. The platform is curiously named L-E-M-O-N, Modular Architecture, and anyone who speaks Hebrew will raise an eyebrow at the Haval brand name. Um, maybe the marketing department needs a good talking to. So, to the specifics. I know the question, at the lower entry prices, can you live with this car? The quick answer is yes. What do you get? In short, a lot. This top-of-the-line twin-clutch model I tested has pretty much all of the toys and is the cheapest foray into semi-autonomous driving with things like radar, cruise control, and lane-keeping as options. For the record, I hated this iteration of lane-keeping, which is switch-offable, but it slows you down through the corners a bit too aggressively. As you come through Hospital Bend, it keeps you in the lane, but you go from 80 kilometers an hour to 60 kilometers an hour for absolutely no good reason. But very safely, as long as somebody doesn't go into the back of you. In next week's H6, this could be adjusted, but for this one, damned if I could find out how. The interior, for the record, is great, but has some minimalist quirks. You see the CarPlay-enabled infotainment and uh, control system embed some stuff that every other make has buttons for. Simple buttons, like adjusting the climate temperature, or knobs for volume. There aren't any physical controls except on the steering wheel for volume. Also, I never figured out how to unlock the doors. No visible switch for that. A Land Rover Jaguar-style knurled wheel is there for gear selection. And that uh, twin clutch, which is with its auto-changing manual gearbox, is uh, in this top-of-the-line model. And you even get things like QI wireless charging. The 1.5 turbo petrol with its claimed 8.1 liters per 100 kilometers is a lot more thirsty when it's pushed hard. Think over the 10 liters per 100 kilometer mark. But you do get a reasonably comfy, if not class-leaning ride, which is huge progress and the largest platform and space in the small SUV category by far. Well worth a look at this price point of 408,900 Rand. With fewer toys, you can get the 4x2 for as little as 310,000 Rand. And that's a lot of car for the money. Well past the competent mark now, that's for sure. Oh, and as to a warranty, you get 5 years 100,000 kilometers and 5 years 60,000 kilometers service plan. 
That's the Havel Jolion H2 Super Luxury, and it's a lot of car for the price. That's it for Fine Motoring this week with me, David Dondi. If you've got questions or you want to find out more about something, you know the drill. David at fmr.ca.za or at David Dondi, that's D-A-V-I-D-D-O-N-D-E, on most of the social media channels. And uh, if you want to go back and listen to this again and all the past episodes, the podcast at fmr.co.za. Yeah.